0: Hey Sean. Yes, sir. Uh, are you a gambling man?
1: I once was born a gambling man.
0: Uh, I don't, I don't get the reference, but uh, <laughs> okay. I want to make a bet with you, and I want to make a bet with our our listeners, and that bet is to see how many episodes it's going to be before uh, Owen, our good pal Owen, one of our co-hosts of uh, the three men and three men and a meeple uh, show that we have. How many episodes are we going to record before he mentions to us mentioning him in our previous episode and this episode's intro?
1: I'm willing to bank on him telling us after this episode solely because of all the, uh, the poop poop he Stirred up <laughs> on one of our friends' Facebook posts this week, so I'm willing to bet he listens to this week' episode That's because totally, it's going to be a good one.
0: So you're so you're saying that as of next week, he will have have uh, listened to this episode.
1: That's correct.
0: Okay, my guess is it's going to be at l- three weeks.
1: Three weeks.
0: Yeah. You know, it's not going to take three weeks, though.
1: The rest of the intro of the scene on screen podcast.
0: Hey, whether it's your favorite tabletop adventure, movie, or video game, we've got you covered. Welcome to the scene on screen podcast with your host, Sean and David.
1: Poor old good friend Owen, getting picked on again in the, the intro of the Scene on Screen podcast. How the hell are you, David?
0: <laughs> I'm I'm actually pretty good. It's been a pretty good week.
1: I mean, if Owen didn't wake up the other day and choose violence, none of this would have happened.
0: This is true.
1: Uh, for some context at home, Owen uh, decided to bring up an old joke that was a little painful for David. And... Well, it's not
0: painful. It's just a f- <laughs> it's not funny anymore. <laughs> Well, it never was funny to begin with.
1: I mean, it was a little funny last oh night. Oh, my God. Yeah, <laughs>
0: whatever. Anyways.
1: So, uh, how are you? What's up? Good. You know what I did the other week? Uh, relaxed. Played last, some video games. Last Watch weekend.
0: Actually, I haven't played video games in a little while. And you were no. mad at
1: me that I was at a nine-day streak.
0: Actually, no. I played Final Fantasy XIV online, so I did that. No, I went to the movies.
1: how was it like was it it like super spaced out air conditioning jacked all that stuff
0: well like they always had the air conditioning jacked
1: even in the middle of the winter
0: yeah pretty much uh no it was actually i hadn't been to the theater in two years It was so funny because i was just uh did a quick quick google search of the theater that i was going to just to get a quick quick update on the uh travel duration because it's been forever since i've driven that that way uh And you know how, I don't know if you have uh, like Google history on for your maps. Yeah. Um, But it told me that I was last there November of 2020, November 23rd to be exact. And I was trying to figure out what movie was uh, playing at the time. Um, And I, I, or at least what movie I remember seeing in theaters. And I think it ended up being fast. No, not fast and furious. Uh, the other car one with Matt Damon and, uh,
1: A Ford versus Ferrari, Ford
0: versus Ferrari. I think that was the last movie I saw before pandemic lockdown. Damn. Yeah. That's Crazy. Crazy. But, uh, we saw A quiet place too. Uh, and I learned recently that it was, uh, it's currently included for free on uh, Amazon Prime Video, <laughs> but you know what? That movie is. That's a. Have you seen the first one, A Quiet Place? Uh, no, I have not. Um, oh, you're missing out. You know what? We should watch when we get together for our our, our guy adventure this weekend.
1: Chris won't watch it, so probably that's, not.
0: I don't. That that's. I wasn't asking if she was going to watch. <laughs> she's John gonna Wick. Be, she's going to be there. Um, yeah, we could watch John Wick.
1: All three of them. All, Nothing why, else.
0: Why not? Um, no, you should watch A Quiet Place. We saw the second one. It was actually uh, for anyone who has seen A Quiet Place. Um, if you haven't seen the second movie, it takes everything that was good about the first movie and just improves on it. There were a few little, like, kind of cliche things that every movie requires. But for the most part, it was it was actually a solid film. Um, highly recommended. I enjoyed it very much. Nice. The, the theater experience was actually pretty, pretty fun. You know, everything's spaced out, right? Like we were there's two seats between every two seats, right? That no one could sit in. Um, They had like a little. Message at the beginning just saying, you know, like the rules of the theater and stuff like that, and you know, exit by row at the end of the film and wash your hands. Well, oh, that part would the be the most
1: annoying. Like, you just want to get out of there, and like somebody's taking their fucking time. Grabbing well, the all thing stuff. is, is
0: like the theaters aren't packed, right? So, even if you don't want to wait for the people in the front, you know, because there's people that sit through the credits and they're not going to move, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was pretty good uh the concession line was you know typical busy and you know there's always like okay this is what i don't understand when people spend you know 5 minutes in line to get their concession they get their popcorn and drinks and stuff like that why when you get up to the counter do you start deciding what you want
1: i know what i want as soon as i walk up there
0: right well, that's the thing is like, so I was with uh, my significant other who I cannot talk about. Um, and she, she was saying that she's like, why are these people just thinking about why are they just deciding when they get up to the counter? And so we were next in line. I'm like, OK, you know what you want? And of course, because we had a, the Costco coupon, so we were getting the, the combo anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's like, yeah, I was like, OK, what do you want to drink? She's like, uh, uh, uh," I'm like, you're just as bad as the people that you were bitching about. She was confused. Leave her alone. Yeah, no, but, uh, it was good. And you know, you know, when you get to the movies and, uh, you're waiting in line at the concession, everyone's taking so long and it's like, oh shit, the movie's starting right now. Right. And I'm going to miss the first bit of it. Yes. Well, we were like that. It was like, oh shit. The movie starts at 10. It was like 10 o'clock. Angela was like, David, we're going to, we're missing the beginning of the movie. And uh, I'm like, no, we're not. We're at the theater. There's going to be like five minutes of trailers.
1: And are there less trailers now?
0: Actually, no, there was there's a bunch of trailers. We missed probably about five minutes of trailers, though, because we got there like right at the tail end of the the last one. And it was about five minutes after 10. So that's like what? Probably two or three trailers at most.
1: Hmm. I missed the movie theater experience. I don't know when we are going to go back. Yet, but the time is coming soon.
0: It's, it's got to come.
1: Yeah. I mean, the last movie I think we saw in theaters was legitimately Spider Man Far From Home.
0: And you know what? There's a new Spider Man coming out this year.
1: Yep. And I will be there at Christmas.
0: Yeah. Hopefully. Out, as what, as, lo- as long as the 21st, world chills
1: right? out, we're good.
0: Yeah. Right. Chill out world.
1: Yeah. Get better, Australia. Yeah. I mean that. Like, stop feeling bad. Get better. <laughs>
0: did did anyone, uh, I wonder if anyone noticed that I had mentioned our upcoming guy date. That's right. That's right, folks. The boys are back in town.
1: <laughs> well, I, actually out of town. We're going to. Yeah. Well, one
0: boy's out of town. Yeah. So this weekend, it's it's been a long overdue adventure that we've uh, been planning, huh? Yeah. We uh... think about it because we were planning something just before. Or just just before lockdown number four started or whatever we were at. And then it just kept getting extended and extended. So now the moons, the stars have aligned. And this weekend we're going on some grand adventures. Where are we going to uh, go?
1: I, I know we're going to go pick up or we're going to go check out Retro Quest. That's the plan as long as they're mm-hmm. open. We we might go check out We Got Games on the way back in, uh, in Saga but their uh their selection isn't nearly as good as the one in uh in Ajax.
0: Mhm.
1: Um and then I think we might uh, stop in at J&J's and the, a toy store in Kitchener, a retro toy store. We got a fun day planned.
0: Yeah, it's going to be uh it's going to be good. I'm I may not survive the uh trip home, aka the actual entering the home.
1: <laughs> That's fair.
0: No, I gotta, I gotta be good. You know, we're going on a vacation in a few months, so I need to have some spending money for out in out in Alberta.
1: Yeah, I've built some in-store credit with uh, my good friend David here, so I, I'm okay for a
0: little. <laughs> You're okay for like one. Essentially, purchase.
1: I can get one board game,
0: <laughs> or, yeah, or two video games depending on how it works. Yeah,
1: but that's, uh, that's
0: if we work. That's if we uh, find anything.
1: Yeah, it's going to be kind of one of those things where it's like, oh, man, like, I don't know if I want to get this right now. I- I've started to, like, spark interest in a lot of different things. I'm um, going to have to save up for a, a new phone eventually and a uh, new console, which we'll talk about in a bit. But yeah. also, it's uh, I-, I just spent a lot a little bit of money, not a lot compared to some other people I've uh, heard of. Um Pokemon Go Fest happened this weekend and boy oh boy did people drop a ton of money. So Idiots. The the event cost 7 bucks like
0: Well, hold on, you had to pay $7 to play Pokemon Go?
1: No, you can play for free or you can do the event which gives you other stuff.
0: Okay, hold on, but was the event in game? Yes. So you so you had to pay $7 to play participate in this event.
1: To get other stuff, yes. What
0: a stoop. Okay, go ahead. Anyways, anyways.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, to get your ticket and you can earn a bunch of different stuff. The The funny part about it is, like, that was the Saturday. And then on the Sunday, they brought every legendary Pokemon back into the game. And I know some people who spent exorbitant amounts of money playing the game on Sunday. Like, participating in things like 60 raids. And you only got, like, the game supplied you with enough like a few free remote raid passes, but not enough to be like, you know what? This is a good idea. <laughs> so I, I find that interesting. Um, mm-hmm. Overall, I don't know if I do another GoFest. It kind of felt like a little bit of a waste of time to me. Like it was fun, but I didn't play on the Sunday because I was busy doing other things. And it just I didn't really see a lot of value in it. As I had in the past.
0: Is it is it because you're growing out of a Pokemon Go?
1: Um no, like we do it just like for something to do like on walks. Like we go for a walk, we go catch some pokemon, we come home. It's no different than you guys playing Animal Crossing. Except
0: <laughs> completely different.
1: Well, yeah, you play <laughs> Animal Crossing on your couch and we play Pokemon Go at the park. Slightly different.
0: I haven't played Animal Crossing in in months.
1: Is it because you figured out it was not a really good game after a while and you're like, I should probably leave?
0: Well, like it it, it Animal Crossing is always a like it's a good game. It's enjoyable, but there just there's a lot missing from it. hmm Yeah.
1: Um, so yeah, that's uh what well, we got it too. I finally played some Xbox, which was fun. Ooh, exciting. Haven't, done, haven't done that in a while. Uh played a little bit of Call of Duty with some people and I dabbled around in some Forza, which was fun. Haven't done that in a bit. Had to make some room on the Xbox Two for uh good old Flight Simulator next week. Oh
0: yeah, that's uh comes out what on the twenty seventh.
1: Yeah, and I uh, I downloaded and dabbled a little bit in Pokemon Unite. How? Well, it came out on Wednesday, so I downloaded. oh wait,
0: it's out. Uh-huh. Yeah, I guess maybe. Oh shit, man, we're gonna have to play that that this weekend.
1: Yeah, but you can only play on one screen.
0: Yeah, well, I have my Switch, too, though, right? So Yeah,
1: yeah, we can play together. It'll be fun. The uh, yeah. the interesting thing to me, anyways, was like Canada didn't get it until 3 a.m. Wednesday morning, and Japan had it at like 24 hours sooner, which blew my mind. We were able to watch it on Twitch all day, but it's, it's interesting. I'm glad it's free because I don't think it's something I'm going to invest a lot in. I really have no interest in playing it for a long period of time.
0: But. You you weren't really ever into MOBAs though, right?
1: No, but I have played them before. Like yeah. I've I've definitely dabbled.
0: Yeah, like I've dabbled a little bit in Dota and League of Legends and stuff like that. And it's like okay, whatever. It's just like a weird like capture the flag almost. It's yeah, just, you're you're just like or capture King of the Hill kind of thing, and you're base like you just have to keep. I don't know. It just wasn't my thing. Maybe. Maybe the whole Pokemon unite thing will change my mind on that.
1: Yeah, it's uh, it's quite fun. Like I, as I said, like I, I played for it for a little bit. I enjoyed it. But at the end of the day, it's like it's not the thing I prioritize when I play games. Yeah. Like I, I want to play with friends. I want to have a chat while I'm playing that kind of stuff.
0: So um, speaking of games. Mm hmm. I'm on the fence on whether or not I want to start purchasing uh first party Nintendo Switch games f- uh from Europe. Interesting like, why like import them. So the Nintendo Switch is uh region free. The only thing that are region locked are DLC. So like any uh, anything that you buy digitally through the uh eShop is linked to a specific region but game cartridges are region free so you can buy a game from australia or new zealand and play it on your switch in north america right Mm -hmm. so there is a website where i have purchased some star wars board games in the past that have been imported from the uk because that's all the that's the only place where you can get them so this website unaffiliated, but shop 4 CA.com. Okay. It's literally a UK website designed for like Canadians. <laughs> um, They have some pretty good prices on stuff and no tax and free shipping. So legend of Zelda skyward sword, HD 59 99 Canadian okay. Canadian dollars Free like no tax and free shipping. Right. So it's like, hold up. What else do they have here that I was looking? And so they have Pokemon. I can never pronounce it. The new Pokemon game that's coming out. Arceus. Arceus. Yeah. For like $65. It's like, oh, I could get the game for like $30 less after tax. And the only difference is that it would be like the UK version. The only downside to that would be like uh, if there's like uh, any DLC stuff in the future for that game, I wouldn't be able to get it, but man, I'm, I'm seriously considering this, like with the cost of games nowadays, mm-hmm. right? Like it almost makes more sense to start importing them. If you can find them for significantly cheaper.
1: Yeah, I, I, I would agree. But then like, then you're looking at like the kind of lifestyle CD keys created, right? What and you mean you're just hoping? Like, do you remember when you could like buy game codes for cheaper than they were, or CD keys would let you download ripped copies of games, that kind of stuff?
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. But these are like this isn't like a this isn't uh, like a a gray market.
1: No, it's just a regional market that you're trying to take advantage of.
0: Yeah, but they they ship to Canada.
1: I mean, yeah, if my my Switch was set to Japan, I would have had it Tuesday at some point.
0: <laughs> That's true. I don't know. This is just something I'd be kind of playing around with the idea of. Because, uh, man, games are expensive.
1: Yeah, they are not cheap anymore. They're
0: stupid expensive. Uh, like Ratchet & Clank Rift Apart, eighty six ninety nine. That's not much cheaper than what it is here. But... I thought
1: you got that game... With your PlayStation 5.
0: Uh no. No, that that was never a thing.
1: Oh, I thought you did. I'm so I apologize. I definitely <laughs> thought you got it. I was like, oh yeah, David has that game. That's cool. Uh, yeah. whatever.
0: And uh okay, one more game I gotta talk about. I discovered the greatest game to play on your computer ever. Okay. It's called Cookie Clicker.
1: Cookie clicker. This will, tell me this, tell me about this, cookie clicker. Okay,
0: so you know those like um those uh auto what what are they called? Like those games that you play on your mobile where you like what are they what the hell is this thing called? It's like um an idle idle game?
1: The the ones where you like run through subways and shit?
0: Yeah, and like you collect certain points, and then you you add stuff, and the cost of them increase, and then eventually, you know, like so. Anyways, like Google this Cookie Clicker, and you're making these cookies, and you have to like you, you can build grandmas, farms, mines, factories, banks, temples, stuff like that. And it's just oh man, I'm I'm currently making nine hundred thirty three thousand four hundred thirty nine cookies per second. Um, <laughs> this is oh. just something.
1: Is this kind of like Adventure Capitalist?
0: No. It's it's hard to explain. Like, Did you ever play uh, Katamari? What is I'm it? Katamari? Yeah, Katamari to Macy, but uh, on the mobile phone, they had a Katamari re-roll or something like that, where you you just idly collect points, and then you can spend them to upgrade your stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Anyways, uh, this is a, a PC version of it, and I'm, I'm am addic- i <laughs> I'm addicted to it. I've played for the the last twenty four hours.
1: That's pretty funny. So you're just like checking on your cookies every once uh, in a while. Yeah, I
0: just have this running in uh, in my web browser, and I collect I collect millions of cookies, and then I can I'm gonna build a wizard's tower right now for three hundred and seventy nine point five million cookies. Bam, done. <laughs> you want more grandmas? I got 85 grandmas. Okay. And they're currently making 29,420 cookies per second. Boom. All right. What are we going to talk about today?
1: (laughs) I don't know. We're clearly talking about cookie clickers. Um, We are going to talk about some things that we get in trouble for not talking about because people are upset with us. Um, And we are going to talk about the Nintendo switch pro. I'm sorry. The, the steam deck. I'm, I, I can't believe I got those confused. They, yeah. look, they look the same, but one is clearly superior to the other.
0: This would be interesting because we haven't really talked about the Steam Deck, you and I, like, separately. So
1: No, and, like, I purposely avoided the conversation because I wanted to know what you were thinking and your mm, thoughts.
0: Interesting. All right. Are we going to talk about Steam Deck first?
1: Yeah. So what is Steam Deck? Steam Deck is Nintendo Switch lookalike.
0: Well, no, (laughs) because there's there's so Steam Deck is a portable PC, a portable personal computer uh, released by Valve or being released by Valve. Um, The company notoriously famous for not knowing the number three. Um, And they just announced it uh, the other week. Kind of was kind of out of the blue. This is a handheld. PC with a seven-inch screen, touch pads, triggers on all over the place, uh joystick. It it pretty much looks like an, an updated, more advanced Nintendo Switch TBH. Um, but it runs a uh well runs Steam OS, which is a uh a version of Linux that is essentially just Steam. Um And in a nutshell, it is uh, a personal computer that you can play all your entire Steam library on the go, which is pretty cool.
1: And it is as powerful as the Xbox. uh, I believe they said it's comparable power to the Xbox One X and the PS4 or yeah, I guess it would just be the Xbox One or the PS4.
0: Yeah, a little. I watched a video, um, a preliminary video on uh, digital by Digital Foundry, comparing it to like the Xbox Series S, because um, it is running uh, an AMD chipset. Um, so it it is kind of comparable, actually. More, I would say it's more powerful, or specs could be more powerful in comparison to uh, than the Xbox one X or PS four, but less than or equal to the Xbox series S. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is interesting. Like this, there, there have been other mobile PCs out there in the past, uh, but they're very expensive. Like we're talking like upwards of, you know, a thousand plus dollars. So the price point like the the base price the entry level the, the the Steam Deck is coming out in three models. The the specs are all pretty much the same other than the internal storage. That's really the only difference. So the base model comes with 64 gigs of eMMC memory. So like just your typical like flash memory, same stuff that's like in the Nintendo Switch or, or um yeah, your Nintendo Switch so it's not the fastest, but it's also not the slowest. It's cheap memory. Um but 64 gigs is not much. Like there's there's games that well, once you have like your the OS installed and everything, um that doesn't leave much space for um uh, for anything. <laughs> really. Um Let me see if I can find like okay, well here we go. Uh Command and Conquer Remastered Collection uh 24.16 gigabytes. So like that is enough space for essentially one game. Like one decently sized game.
1: Yes, but you're right? also missing the one very important piece of information.
0: Oh yeah, there's an SD card slot?
1: Yeah, it's expandable.
0: Yeah, but I'm just saying that the that the in the base model you are pretty much definitely needing a SD card expansion.
1: Yeah, right? but like okay 499 plus the hundred bucks to make it a terabyte okay
0: Well, if you're lucky at a terabyte like come on man it's more like 100 bucks for like a 512 gigabyte SD card or something right now.
1: Well, right now it's a little bit more expensive, yeah. but the average price for a terabyte was about 120 for an SD before a ship got stuck in the canal
0: yeah so. Uh and then the next model up um hold on I got to find this on here
1: the the 128 and the 256 or no the 512 and the what are they 128 and
0: 512 256
1: and 512 they come with fast loading built in Yeah through. so
0: that's uh, NVMe SSD um so the Canadian these are the Canadian prices cuz I think the base price is uh 399 u s or four nine nine canadian for the sixty four gig model the uh mid tier range so the two fifty six gig one is uh six fifty nine canadian um that one comes with a uh exclusive steam community profile bundle um, and then the five hundred twelve gigabyte s s d one uh is eight nineteen canadian um, and there's a few other extra stuff that you get in there like um, a premium anti-glare etched glass which is interesting um what that means exactly not too sure
1: uh anti-glare it's in the name
0: yeah I, I get that but is it going to be kind of slightly scratched is that how they get it anyways um and the highest model gets you a uh, virtual keyboard theme ew exciting really the uh, the best value would be the mid tier one the two fifty six gigabyte um, model for six fifty nine because that's enough to get your system up and running and have a bunch of games on there and then if you decide later on down the road you can pop in another one hundred twenty eight gig or two fifty six gigabyte um, SD card and play stuff off there right um, the yeah, so the uh, CPU is made with uh, made by AMD, uh, Steam Deck's custom APU. So that's a, a mix of a CPU and a GPU built into one. Uh, it's a Zen 2 with RDNA 2 built in. So that's like their, I don't know, some GPU stuff. Anyways, a uh, pretty powerful um, microprocessor. Uh, the coolest thing that I actually have thought about this, is the uh, joysticks. Do you know what's so special about the joysticks on these ones?
1: Uh, They sense your fingers?
0: Yeah, they have, um, like, they're touch-sensitive. So the system knows when you are touching the joystick, which is pretty cool because it has all of those other um, little features uh, like gyro and all that stuff. But when you are playing with um using the joysticks if you're if you're some games that that like you can uh you can set the mouse equivalent right to the gyro so say you're playing like a first person shooter right yeah you can have it set up so that when you are not touching the joystick say like uh we'll say the what is it usually the right joystick or left joystick which one's aim usually left left is it no it's right <laughs> anyways so if you have the right joystick as your aim but if you're not ha- if you don't have your thumb on that joystick the system knows that you're not touching that joystick so it can enable the gyro to aim as well which is pretty which is pretty cool um i'm not a big fan for uh, gyro controls i i never use them in uh, handheld mode on the wii or sorry the switch uh, um but it's kind of a cool concept um, it has two, uh, capacitive touch pads that they had, uh, like, like mouse pads, but they are, uh, very high sensitivity. Um, did you ever use a steam controller?
1: Yeah, it was pretty cool.
0: Yeah. So they, they've taken that tech and they've, um, have since advanced or improved on it. And, uh, so now there's two high fidelity, um, touch pads on there. Um, what else there's, I don't know. There's, there's a the, the lot
1: screen is also touch screen.
0: Oh yeah. Touch screen.
1: Um, the, the most important feature I think it showed was the fact that it will have a docking mode, uh, docked sold separately, mm-hmm. a US, uh, USB, USB C output and inputs. So you can actually dock this thing to a monitor And use keyboard and mouse and run it like a a PC. Um, They were running. uh, The demo I saw was running control at pretty much full settings.
0: Yeah. So that's another cool thing is that it can. They're saying that you can play um, all like or most currently released games at high settings on this thing. Now granted the uh display of the, the 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 resolution of the display is only like a 720p resolution which eh, it's kind of disappointing but at the same time it's, it's only a 7, inch seven screen. it's a 7-inch screen right yeah. um so the fact that it can you you'll be able to play these games at uh, fairly high fidelity uh in on this thing it, that's pretty sweet um the dock isn't needed though to play it in, as like a desktop. Uh nope, you, you can couldn't... use any USB-C um expansion device thing, right? Like USB hub with uh, HDMI out. Uh what else? Like there's there's a the more you kind of look at this, the you can tell that they put a lot of um a lot of time and effort into making this probably the most, um, attractive handheld device. Um, it's got 16 gigs of Ram. So it actually has more Ram than the, uh, Xbox series.
1: Yeah. Um, and it's running at two teraflops. If I remember correctly,
0: uh, the GPU is running at, uh, one to 1.6 gigahertz. Uh, which is up to uh, 1.6 teraflops, which is slightly less than uh, the X. I think the Xbox Series S runs at a stock 1.6 gigahertz or something like that for the, the graphics card or the GPU. So um, obviously this thing can adjust its power usage based off of what you're playing. Mm-hmm. Um, the one thing that will be interesting to see is if you are able to replace the uh, internal m2 ssd so the storage says all models use socketed 2230 m.2 modules but it says not intended for end user replacement so clearly it's in there it's uh, they're going to be unless they solder them onto the board like some laptop manufacturers do right Mhm. Technically you should be able to open this system up and replace it with a uh, a larger M2 card. Which would be very interesting. So that's kind of what I'm waiting on. Like I I'm on the fence about this. I want it because I like the idea of having like a PC that I can uh, take with me on the go and play some of my Steam games. I have a massive Steam library and also you can get games for really cheap on Steam right by the same time i'm very curious about the uh mod ability of this um i'm a little disappointed with the screen size it looks like it's almost exactly the same as like the original switch um but uh what, i don't know like are you thinking of getting this
1: um yeah actually i am the one thing i'm curious about and i was talking to one of my friends about it is will it have the capabilities to do a complete vr link because the one capability that i wish my oculus had is like especially on your wi-fi is your ability to take your steam games that you want to play on oculus to other parts of your house Mm. and vr link isn't exactly the strongest wi-fi connection so it would be kind of nice to be able to plug this in and then plug that in and just kind of have it wherever you wanted to. But I was just reading that pre-orders are already like fucked. (laughs) Um, How so? So uh, the article that I just pulled, it says Steam Deck pre-orders are already out of hand. Some pre-orders are being sold for $1,000 resale. (laughs)
0: Oh my God. Oh, scalpers. What are you going to do about them, eh?
1: Would you? Like, I would order. So stupid. I probably would order the 256, if I'm being honest. It's six fifty nine. It's not available until Q2 2022. Um, pre-orders through Valve get you a carrying case, a Steam Community Profile bundle, and fast storage. If You buy the full-size one with pre-order. You get faster storage, premium, anti-glare H-glass, which you brought up, the exclusive carrying case, not a regular one, an exclusive one. Exclusive stream community profile bundle and exclusive virtual keyboard theme. Okay, well, somebody's been talking to EA about their pre or their pre orders a little bit too hard.
0: Yeah, I I honestly think that the uh, mid tier one is the best value for someone looking to purchase this. hundred oh, percent. Um, the i don't know this is this is exciting because this shows that there is one a demand for a handheld a powerful handheld device right
1: i actually don't think that's why it's being released but go on i mean no no no
0: no. like the way that this the the that everyone is responding to this right um there have been portable PCs out there, but I think maybe part of it is because it's a valve thing. And every time valve releases something cool, like people go crazy about it, but um, the community response to this is very positive. And if this, if this does well, I think this will open up a whole new market of uh, portable handheld PCs. Uh, can you imagine like going to the store and it's like, okay, you have your laptops and then just down the road or just down the aisle you have you know, Acer and Asus and HP all have their different handheld PCs.
1: It's going to be awful. It's right? going to be so saturated. It's going to be just like when Google created the Chromebook and everybody's like, this is the best idea I've ever heard of. And then five weeks later, Acer was like, but check out our Chromebook. And then another company was like, yo, we have a, a book that's just internet ready. But this one has a little bit of storage. And then Google had to go back and switch theirs. Then right. It's just the same shit over and over, yeah. and over again.
0: But you know what? That That's good, though, because it forces innovation and it lowers prices.
1: But what company is going to do this?
0: I could see um, Asus doing that. Maybe I within- could see...
1: Like a a bundle.
0: Yeah, I could see Lenovo making one. Uh, any pretty much any company that has a gaming uh, lineup. So Lenovo has like their Legion. ASUS has their Republic of Gamers. Um, I could see Razor creating something. Acer. Acer has their. I forget what their Alienware. Yeah, so you know I like this this is interesting. I, I bet there's a lot of uh computer like tech companies out there that, that's eyeing this because if this does well, um I think this is going to be the, the evolution in 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 gaming where you now have the power of your home desktop or even a gaming laptop, right? Uh in your hands that you can take anywhere with you plug in a USB-C dock and you can get a desktop experience. We should Um, talk
1: about that too. The desktop experience isn't exclusive to the Steam OS because you can pretty much do whatever you want to the console. You can wipe it clean, put Linux on it. You can put a brand new version of Windows on it if you want. Yeah. The other thing that I found super, super interesting is you're not tethered to Steam. And this is where I think other companies are going to try and either get in bed with one specific company. Like I can see somebody like Acer and Ubisoft getting together and being like, Hey, this is an exclusive thing. If you want to play Assassin's Creed, you can play on the, the Acer one because that's just the way Ubisoft kind of operates. Um, but the thing that I found most intriguing is I have an insane library on Epic that I don't play very often, but I just keep collecting and collecting and collecting. Mm-hmm. And I can download an, the Epic Launcher onto my Steam Deck and play whatever I want. Oh, buddy, handheld Grand Theft Auto—that's essentially going to make Fortnite incredibly accessible again. Yeah, like you can play Fortnite on the Switch, but can you imagine playing it with hotkeys on the back of the controller? Oh, ho, buddy! Well, and that's
0: the thing—is like the control. Like the the Steam Deck has uh, four trigger buttons. On the back of the the unit, right? So you have your your ABXY, you have your L1, L2, R1, R2. You have your joystick buttons like the L3, R3. You have your D pads and you have the track pads. But on the back, there's four um rear buttons, which is what fully a mappable. lot of yeah, fully mappable. Um, you know, the, the Xbox has their Elite controller with the the back buttons um and then there's some third party companies that make controllers for that but this is this is big especially if you're gonna be playing pc games where um you know not everyone's gonna be playing the first person shooters right some people are gonna be playing games like uh civilization right yeah and i can tell you
1: firsthand that game is awful handheld
0: (laughs) (laughs) right but you're gonna be playing it using pc controls right because you have that trackpad and you can map buttons like it's certain things to those those buttons which um will be quite interesting. Mm-hmm. Um I I think this is uh I don't know. I, I'm I'm really excited for this. Um Valve is it's one of those companies that is always kind of pushing Pushing limits, uh, they come out with like new tech or new game like engines and stuff like that. Uh, they're very community oriented.
1: No, oh, they're super focused,
0: right? So the fact that they and they even in their presentation, they said if you don't want to use Steam Deck, you don't have to. You can and you can install a full version of Windows. Um, and when they said that, people were like, "Oh my God, Game Pass! I can just get Game Pass on my." Steam Deck and play that handheld um, there. There have been rumors going around that um, Microsoft is wants to get um, game pass integrated into Steam. Yeah, which would then defeat or or uh, make it so that people don't have to actually install Windows to um, access game pass. But uh,
1: or do you know, mean they... the Microsoft companion for game pass, not Windows or
0: uh, Game Pass for Windows. Yeah. yeah,
1: but you still have to have the um you have to run ex- or the Xbox app through Windows for Game Pass to work.
0: So there's actually um there's actually two or there's the Xbox app, yeah, and but then the there's Xbox like the console companion. companion. Yeah, yeah there, those are two different things. Um but, but yeah, they they yeah. could integrate Game Pass into into Steam s- somehow. Um Which would be really interesting that uh, so obviously those are just rumors, but uh, we'll have to see how that pans out. But really, like you can install Windows and still have Steam installed on there. Right. So. um, No, this is uh, this is pretty cool. Actually, I know some people that have said that they are not interested in it at all. Because, like, they, they do play video games, but they say that the uh, price point is, is too much. It's too expensive. Which, okay, yeah, granted, it's a... I don't know. For something that small, it's like... you, you It looks like it's Nintendo Switch. Mm-hmm. Right? So when you look at that, you see, okay, well, oh, $800 for that system? That's expensive. You know? $650 for, for the console. That's that's really expensive. That's actually how much is uh how much is a PS five?
1: Um I think six ninety nine, right?
0: Is it? Yeah, I don't even remember. Yeah.
1: $5.99. Yeah, like I'm looking at it right now. I can do either one. Like um, you could reserve a console right now for a mere five dollars and seventy cents Canadian. So you yep. bet your ass I'm reserving a console right now, even if I don't want to keep one um but i'm just trying to determine what makes the most sense for me now logically speaking i've read you all the options for purchase so 499 okay 500 dollars canadian plus tax no carrying case so i have to buy something to protect it
0: no they all come with a carrying case
1: oh they do you're right the first one does
0: that's all it comes with, care in case you don't get any exclusive Steam community profile.
1: No, I'd ra- like part of me thinks the faster storage would be good if I was like loading up a game like Grand Theft Auto or something.
0: Honestly, NVME is hands down significantly faster than EMMC. You know, it'll be way faster loading, but at the same time, you know, we've been watching loading screens for the last like 20 plus years so yeah
1: and then sony thought they'd be really clever and be like there is no loading screens and then they just put it in four hours worth of walking and god of war fuck that game <laughs> every time i get so mad no um yeah i will i will be you heard it here first folks it's a good thing i told chris of this earlier before she found out on this uh i will be pre-ordering the device really Um, yeah i will i i've put a lot of thought into it and its capabilities are going to be a lot like my pc isn't limited but Mm -hmm. this is going to be better than my pc and it's going to be portable i have a lot going on next year i have a lot of traveling i'd like to take my games with me Mm -hmm. and this is gonna sound kind of funny but i'd rather take the steam deck with me on trips than my switch
0: I'm oh, that's, gonna have that's more a perfectly system. fair and valid statement.
1: I, I'm I'm starting to play my switch less, less, and less to the point where I might just keep Chris's like mini one and give my sister my switch for a while. Don't do it, man. Why? She's just gonna borrow it. She likes playing Mario Kart, leave her alone.
0: Oh, just borrowing it, okay.
1: It'll be at my parents' house with my Wii U, my 360, and my <laughs> Super NES Mini. <laughs> collecting some dust
0: yeah like if i were to have if i were to get a steam deck i would probably it would be my console of choice to travel with i think
1: 100 and the um, fact that like you can get emulators like i literally have no reason to own a switch if i can get emulated games by the switch on this console mm-hmm. not only that i can expand it 256 gigs like I don't have a very large hard drive on my computer, and I have a bunch of games installed. I think I have a 500 gig SSD. And yeah. I have currently installed uh, Jurassic World Evolution, Lego Worlds, Minecraft, Among Us, um, League of Legends, Sid Meier's Civilization 6. And you got a
0: bunch of games.
1: Yeah, lots of stuff. Lots of stuff. Jackbox Party 3. <laughs>
0: yeah like my steam library is uh 700 games
1: mine is like not that many but
0: (laughs) right so my my switch library is fairly significant as well though because i've not not nearly as much as steam but you know i've had my switch since uh day one um yeah
1: so right now (laughs) i typed in ps5 pricing and it's a the gaming 620, shop. Six twenty nine. PS Five shipped in August for eleven hundred dollars.
0: Yeah, if you were to actually just buy the console itself, the uh, disc cool. version is six twenty nine ninety
1: nine. This is. It's going to be a year before people start getting like the the disc drive PS Fives.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, so like the PS Five is so hard to get right now that I know somebody who just won the PS Five lottery, and they got like at a regular price through Best Buy. Um, But they were forced into a bundle because they won the lottery. So they had to take (laughs) They had to take a a digital game and a controller. So like, a fuck Best Buy for making you do that. But B, I mean, they're coming around and there is rumors that in November, there will be a cheaper version of the PS five digital that is being mass produced 300 grams lighter and still 500 gigs
0: um the the announcement and yeah the announcement of the steam deck came at a very interesting time though right it was right after nintendo announced their upgraded nintendo switch the oled model almost like what two weeks after yeah uh when everyone was kind of we'll just we'll just everyone was just super excited for the potential of a switch pro and we didn't get that. So it was like very disappointing. And then valves all like, okay, hold my beer. And then they announced the switch pro or sorry.
1: That was (laughs) not announced.
0: No, they announced the, uh, the steam deck, which is the equivalent of what we wanted for a switch pro. So it, I don't know. I, You know, when you get yours in uh, potentially Q2 2022, um, I will be very interested to see your hear your thoughts on it and uh, give it a try. That's something that I probably won't actually pick up until maybe at the very end of uh, next year. If that, depending on uh, how, you know, life goes (laughs) <laughs> Am I right? Life. Yeah. But uh, it is something that I'm uh, very interested in. And uh, yeah, well, we'll just have to keep our eyes uh, eyes open, eyes out, eyes open for uh, any updates on that one. Yeah,
1: the um, the big thing for me anyways is, again, I'm looking at it as an opportunity to upgrade my system without actually paying to upgrade my system. For, for what it's worth, like to get a gaming, I guess, situation that I'd like on PC would be like $1,500 or more. I don't mm-hmm. need the top of the line stuff, but I want to be able to dabble in these games. And if I have to dock it to one of my monitors, pff, whatever, 1080p output, I'm okay with that.
0: Yeah. And the thing is, is like with the current state of um, how difficult it is to get like video cards, even. Uh, Even like cheap, old, like mid-range video cards are just, if they are in stock anywhere, they're just, they're double the price because there's such a huge shortage of them. So this, uh, this might be a good venture into getting uh, uh, an updated gaming PC.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I, I, I didn't know if you knew what way I'd be leaning, but uh, I had a lot of interest based on a few like personal needs. And the fact that it's nice to have something portable and I'm investing a lot in my VR and I'd like to be able to use the VR like it's intended to be like mobily. Well, like
0: I would not get your hopes up for that though.
1: It it did Uh, say like from one of the things I read is all steam peripherals will work.
0: Yes. But VR is a, is a different beast.
1: Yes, it is, and it's super fun, and I love it. Do you know what Um, else is a different
0: beast? Yeah, which one?
1: Uh, We'll do Black Widow (laughs) first, just because if we run out of time, the Loki thing will be even funnier. Yeah,
0: (laughs) all right. So Um, we both saw Black Widow, finally. Yeah, um, I'm interested in your thoughts, because I know you were uh, were surprised by my initial comment about it.
1: Yeah, because I kind of thought you'd be like my other half, who... Didn't have a lot of investment in earlier characters in Marvel. And, like, as I said before, she got into the Scarlet Witch a lot more because of the series. Um, she still kind of hated Bucky for ruining Steve Rogers' mind, but loved the dynamic between her and the Falcon. And she was really, really into Loki. So, like, these are all characters she wasn't invested in. I mean, Loki, mm-hmm. every girl is invested in because Tom Hiddleston, what a fox, right? So when you look at um, Black Widow, the argument has been kind of made like, if you hate it, you're sexist. And I don't think that's necessarily the case. I don't think that's fair to say to people. But I also understand like there is a group of people who've never really cared for her backstory and they just think she's like the piece of ass that kind of helps out through the story. And I don't think that's the case either. I think Scarlet actually added a lot to the dynamic of the cast. But when you look at it now... Like I enjoyed the film. I know you didn't enjoy it as much, and you exaggerated a hell of a lot in your your mini review to me.
0: but <laughs> Oh, it was a forty minute
1: dinner scene. no, it was like
0: five minutes. It was actually uh over ten and just less than fifteen.
1: you yes, okay, whatever tell me tell me what you thought.
0: I thought the movie was okay. That's better than not <laughs> uh, would I watch it again? Not really. Like there's, there's nothing that really stood out. Uh, It started off strong. Oh yeah. Spoiler alert. Everyone. Warning, warning, (laughs) all this stuff. We're going to talk about this movie. Uh, It started off really strong. I thought the intro was really interesting.
1: How good Uh, was the opening credits?
0: uh, Yeah. Like that, that the whole beginning part, you know, was, was very well done and it was gripping. It got you excited for the movie. I'm like, okay, sweet. Like this is a Marvel movie. We're going to be watching this. Oh boy, um, and then I, I felt like the I felt like the story came in waves, uh, where there was like these high action sequences, and then a lot of like boring dialogue trying to get into the characters, right? Like, and I get it; it's like a prequel, you know. There's well, not really a prequel because it takes place during. Or right just after, after the civil event, war. right after the events of civil war, right so um you're you're learning more about uh black widow and her her family um and like her like the, all the drama between her and her siblings and her parents and all that stuff
1: well, kind of because the, it, you wouldn't necessarily say it was drama, it was more or less they were all separated. And it wasn't
0: really and and then they hated each really other family, like they yeah. just fought each other, and then so so you know like it, the there are scenes like when they were breaking out uh what's the guy, the governator
1: no the govern the red guardian, the red guardian
0: when they were breaking him out of jail, that was funny that like that was interesting that that was that was exciting um but then. I don't know. Like it goes into this. Like, It was like just under 15 minutes of them. Kind of this, the family reunion. Oh, and it was and, an awful
1: family reunion.
0: And it just kind of lost. I, I lost interest. Uh, Angela felt the same way. She was like,
1: Oh, I couldn't hit it. You didn't give me a warning.
0: Oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> she felt the same way. Like both of us were like that. That part of the movie, sure, it was only ten minutes or so, but it felt like it dragged on for so much longer.
1: Yeah, I get that.
0: And and I just feel like we already had we already had those conversations with uh Black Widow and uh, his her sister. What's Black Widow's name in the movie? Like, what's Natasha her Natasha Romanoff? Nat- That's it, Natasha.
1: And Yelena uh, Belova.
0: And Yelena. So we already had them kind of having their conversations and learning a little bit about each other's history and like what they're, you know, all that stuff. And then we get that all over again, but with uh, their, their parents in air quotations. um, And, and it just, I felt like it didn't really do anything for the characters because all it was, was them just being mad at each other.
1: <laughs> yeah. Right. The, um, the one thing I kind of got a laugh out of was one person reviewed it to me as in like, Oh, you didn't know black widow had all these capabilities like face swapping. And I was just like, she did that in captain America, like wearing the, um, the digital mask over her face to get through. I was like, these aren't all new things. They couldn't introduce anything new to her character. Mm -hmm. The other, the other thing that I kind of found like the underwhelming finale to a tease was how much they reference Budapest. And then it's just her blowing up a little girl. <laughs> like, the, okay. It's a little messed up. And then how they like hid in the train station for a while. Yeah. So overall, I still, I think I would give that movie still a seven. I, the other thing that I find a uh, kind of found really interesting is Kevin Feige confirmed that the, uh, the post credit scene, there was a second one or the original one had something whistling back.
0: Yeah, I, I thought I heard something whistle,
1: but the thing is because they released this movie so much later than they anticipated, they also had that shot of Yelena and um, Val. And now we know that she possibly works with the Thunderbolts and she's after Barton. So she's kind of like a bad guy now all of a sudden. So it's kind of like crazy because she's going to be with like Agent 42
0: one thing I do uh, like about this new uh, Marvel phase is that they're doing the same. Th- they're doing the same thing that they did with the other ones with um, uh, what's his name, Nick Fury. You know, at the end of the movies, post-credit scenes where he's like, "Oh, hey, I'm building a team," right? But they're doing the same thing, but it's like reversed.
1: Yeah, cuz these I, are like we know the Thunderbolts are going to be bad.
0: Yeah, so you like you know that like they're building a a a bad team. But then it's like okay, who's going to be the good guys to fight them?
1: I think they're si- or they're setting up for Secret Avengers, but or yeah. the Secret Wars, sorry. The only thing that kind of concerns me is like I hate when news breaks before things come out. We still haven't seen a Spider-Man trailer. And mm-hmm. there was rumors that the Spider-Man trailer was going to drop before this movie came out so they can put it together. But they had to wait for the end of Loki, which was another huge thing. Is apparently Tom Holland's contract was only six films.
0: Does, and, does uh like six standalone films or six, six films in general? Films. And, because does that mean that um, Civil War counts as one of them? Because he was in there for like 15 minutes.
1: Yes. So from my understanding and from everything I was reading, and I hope somebody with more knowledge can please correct me and make my day better is he's fulfilled his contract commitments, but also the Sony commitment. So if you read between the lines, he had a six film deal to play Spider-Man.
0: Now he's going to play man spider.
1: I think he's going to play iron spider. I think they're going to change his character just enough because like, if you've seen some of the toy releases, which is just fucking everything up Um, before we get into Loki, have you, did you see like, cause it's Funko con and toy con like for this, the past like week and a half, all the major toy places are like showing off their lineups for Christmas and stuff. Right. right. And somebody released a, um, I guess a photo of one of the Spider-Man toys, and this Spider-Man has magic.
0: What do you What do you mean magic? Like
1: Doctor Strange kind of magic, like the it kind of looks like he has like the little triangles around his hands in a gauntlet kind of thing.
0: Well, is he not? going to be in uh, the Doctor Strange movie as well, though.
1: Yes, he is. He's going to be in the the Multiverse of Madness, but that's after Spider-Man, is it not?
0: Uh, Yes, it releases uh, 2022.
1: And yeah, and it's like, okay, cool. You've shown us this. You've shown us that. What else can we see? My hope for the franchise, especially with Robert Downey Jr. gone, Chris Evans gone, uh, Scarlett Johansson gone, although... It's kind of open to her interpretation that she might come back based off the way that movie went. Please no. If you also lose Tom Holland, people are going to start being like, I don't know, like they're not going to just keep signing up for Anthony Mackie and Brie Larson. As much as they're good actors, like a who's lot of Anthony?
0: People... Who's Hold on, who's Anthony Mackie?
1: The the new Captain America? The, the Falcon is Anthony Mackey. Oh, turned that's into the Captain name. America. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's the actor's name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sam Wilson.
0: Yeah. Okay. That's that's what I was thinking of.
1: But that's what I'm saying. Like, Tom Holland, I think, is so important to the next phase of Marvel, especially with everything Loki just did. Like, you know, you're not going to bring in all these other Spider-Man to like come back. It's going to be what. The future looks like you're going to lose Chris Hemsworth. Apparently Chris Pratt's not happy that Dave batista is leaving after this, uh, this version of the guardians of the galaxy. Zoe Saldana's contracts up. There's so many contracts that are up and now Marvel's doing this whole thing saying like, you have an open ended contract when you're bored or we're bored. We'll just let you know.
0: So it's like the thing is, is it was bound to happen. Eventually, right? You can't expect these actors to sign a contract with Marvel and give their entire life to playing this one character.
1: Oh, you're 100% right. But you can also expect the young Tom Holland could carry the franchise for a while.
0: Yes. Uh, But the thing is also, he's young and he's a good actor. Mm -hmm. That that is a lot of commitment to just to pretty much put your entire career into one basket, right? Like he's already branched out and played roles in a bunch of different movies, cherry, um, that one with, uh, the wolf one. Yeah. Um, and, and he's done a, like a few other like Pixar stuff and whatnot, but you know, I would not be surprised if he eventually like when he gets a little older, you know, wants to branch out into other, other films to kind of like stop being that superhero. Like, you know, Robert Downey Jr. Did that, right? He, he played Iron Man for what? 10 years. Yep. And he's like, okay, I'm done with it. Right? And then he and, made
1: a really terrible movie. He's like, maybe I should come back.
0: Yeah. Maybe I should be Iron Man again. Um, but, you know, people are upset that, oh, our favorite actors are not or or the, sorry, these characters aren't being played by the, the same actors that we grew up with or um, they're just they're killing them off and bringing in new people. Well, here's the thing is like people are still going to go see the movies. Remember when Black Panther came out and kind of came out of nowhere.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Right. And people loved it. It was it, it was such a good movie. It was different. Right. Um, So that's what they're going to do. Like or Ant-Man. So like that movie came out of nowhere. Like I remember seeing the first trailer for this, for that movie. I was in the, in the theater with uh, one of my buddies and, and they showed this trailer for Ant-Man and we were like, what the, like, what the hell is Ant-Man? Like, they're just making movies out of any, any Marvel character now. Right. But the movie was like, was actually so good. And the second one was even better. And it, they like Marvel, like the, the execs in Marvel are not dumb. They probably have everything planned out for the next 20 years. Right. That's very, yeah. So, so yeah, people are might be upset now because their characters are being killed off. But Marvel has, except for Thor Dark World, (laughs) has had a pretty good run of um, their movies being fairly successful. Right? Yes, I'd agree. So I I and even even, you know, like with their their foray into the TV series, right?
1: Which are finally good, minus what you think about
0: finally good. But I'm saying like there were people that enjoyed uh Wandavision. It it did things differently. Uh Falcon and the Winter Soldier was uh was well done. I think they played that one a little safer. Um and Loki I think Loki is exactly what a lot of these Marvel movies that we go to the theater to watch. Loki felt like one of those. Um, Just good, fun, entertaining, and then, yeah. Nothing like, no, like, political agenda. No hidden message. This is just a movie that takes place in the Marvel Universe, and that's that's it, right? Mm
1: Mm-hmm. So just I was reading the this article with a little bit more detail and titles are often deceiving and this one is no greater. Tom Holland's contract between Sony and Disney ends. He would come back in a heartbeat in a solo Spider-Man if they would allow him to. But I think they're just going to use him in other films. That's the only difference now. So, like,
0: they're going to use him in in different Disney films, like not Spider Man.
1: No, I think that I think they're going to. I legitimately have been on this train for a while, but I think the only way you can keep Tom Holland because he is, for lack of a better word, the most popular like franchise piece now. I can't think of another character that's going to be more popular, and Spider Man's like synonymous with comics. But when you look at somebody like him. He's still young enough that he could carry the franchise for years to come. And the wording of this specifically says Disney and Sony standalone film. It's rare that Marvel heroes get four solo films. And I mean, even Thor is moving towards Natalie Portman, right? So when you look at something like this, they might be moving him to that Iron Man mantle that they want him to take over. And then you could have a bunch of other stuff under the franchise And him be the techie guy with the Avengers. He doesn't need solo movies anymore. He could get a solo movie or he could do like a buddy cop film. You know? Like.
0: Yeah, with him and um, Doctor Strange.
1: Yeah. The. Like going into the Disney Plus series is specifically Loki, so you guys can all be happy.
0: Oh, look at that. We've uh, just run out of time.
1: Yep. See you later. Have a good week. (laughs) Bye bye. Um, when it comes to looking at the comparables between all three, WandaVision definitely had its start and it was a little bit wavy for some fans. Other fans loved it. Falcon and the Winter Soldier just had, it was pretty, pretty flat. I would say like there wasn't anything that was like too intense. You kind of figured out a lot of the story. Mm -hmm. Loki, you had no idea what was coming next and it was fantastic I've I felt like a rejuvenation when I watched Loki. Although it pissed me off that it was on every goddamn Wednesday night. Because like I wanted I wanted to watch hockey and stuff. Like Wednesday nights is not for sitting down and watching a Marvel show. The twists and turns and what the show was leading us to, and like not really revealing the bad guy until the very end. Now, I will say what I found interesting anyways was Feige came out saying like it was supposed to be a 12 episode run, but because of COVID they did six called a season finale. And then they're going to let two movies happen or three movies, I guess, before the next season of Loki comes out. Mm -hmm. So smart because now they can do whatever they want in that second season, right? Like they can correct the timeline. They, they introduced one of the baddest motherfuckers in all of Marvel. Who? Kang the Conqueror. Who? Kang the Conqueror.
0: Who's that? He's a bad guy. But like who was he?
1: He was he who remains.
0: Oh, that's that's who who was cuz they never actually named him.
1: So, he was well, if you were paying attention, he who remains was a variant of Kang the Conqueror from everything that we can kind of tell.
0: Yeah, but nobody ever like they never mentioned Kang the Conqueror. They always only ever mentioned him as he who remains and other versions of himself. So.
1: so this is where it's also interesting. This guy who is, I can't remember his name right now and I'm like frantically looking for it. Um, he is also cast to play Kang the Conqueror in Ant-Man Quantumania. So we knew Kang the Conqueror was going to be the big bad of Marvel coming forward. So it's, it's kind of like all coming together and there's going to be different like twists and turns, just like you had, um, why can't I think of it? Who did Jake Gyllenhaal play as, uh, Mysterio. Mysterio? Yeah. So you had like Mysterio was one of the bad guys. You had a bunch of like standalone bad guys, like Whiplash in Iron Man 2, um, Iron Man 3, you technically had, uh. The Mandarin and the like leading into the the Ten Rings, which is now going to be Shang-Chi, which is crazy. And that's all happening there. Captain America had the Winter Soldier as a bad guy, and all of Hydra and then himself. (laughs) Um, And um, what's her face? The Black Widow and Yelena had the entire Black Widow like army against her as well. There's all these bad guys, but it like leads up to one big bad, like Thanos was pulling the strings with Loki and all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. Right? I think the way they set things up was really interesting because you had him like try and plea at the end, right? Like he's like telling telling Loki and somebody like you can have everything you want if you just let me live. I'll let you go live in any timeline. You can you can beat Thanos, you can do whatever you want. Any timeline you want is yours. And she like he casts doubt into Sylvie. Sylvie all of a sudden doesn't trust Loki. They kiss each other, which is kind of weird because they're the same person. But is that
0: masturbation?
1: Well, they're variants of each other. They're not the same person, they're just variants of each other. God hate you. And then she sends him back to the TVA. And the one thing that was kind of crazy was Mobius didn't know who he was, right? Like at the very end, did you catch that?
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. It, it, it was kind of depressing, though.
1: Yeah, like, you'd be so glad to see your buddy. And it was like his first friend ever, and he was just all, like, upset about it. Yeah, I felt really I th- bad for him.
0: So that whole Loki versus Sylvie thing, he was trying to convince her to, like, let this guy live so that, you know, they can, like, maybe he's right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I think that is a turning point for Loki's character. Moving forward, because I think he's going to feel a lot of regret for what he did, you know, getting to that point. Um, And now there's all these different timelines branching. It's going to this is definitely going to lead into um, uh, Captain America. No, um, Doctor Strange in the multiverse of madness madness right very
1: good david michael keaton's playing batman in that movie yeah
0: um so clearly like this is connecting to all of the other movies that are coming out right yes um but i i'll be i i think this is a turning point for loki's character where he is going to be more good than bad
1: did you see marvel's post they fucked up man They, before the last episode, they were, they did like a Marvel heroes update and uh, Loki had gold behind him now. He's a Marvel hero now.
0: Oh, okay. So I'm right.
1: Yeah. So you're right. Good job.
0: (laughs) But then I, I'm interested to see what they do with Sylvie. because She's
1: so badass. Like she was such a good character.
0: Because like, you know that she instantly regrets what she did. Right. Yeah. Um, so is she going to just embrace that and be like, okay, this is what I did. Fuck all y'all. I'm going to keep being who I am and not trusting anyone and just killing people and shit. Or is she going to try and find redemption and fix things? So yeah, that'll be interesting. I, I think we'll find out more of that in season two, whenever that comes out
1: like 2022 did you notice the one thing i was thinking about the other day it was like one of my shower musings agatha harkness um zemo and the one who remains or he who shall remain and uh kang the conqueror technically all purple all purple hue all purple costumes isn't that weird oh very connectable yeah yeah it's uh it's very different it's uh It's almost too different. It'd be like saying, Owen listened to this entire show. (laughs) And he's excited. You know what we should do? We should just have our own conversation on the next episode of Meeples and just be like, oh, Owen, you're here? That's weird. I I didn't know. (laughs) Um, Which reminds us, we have uh, an exciting episode of Meeples coming up on Tuesday. David, do you want to tease it real quick?
0: Uh, Well, not... I guess yeah, it is next Tuesday. What are we talking about? We're talking about uh, protection.
1: Yeah, wrap it before you tap it. Those which dives. actually,
0: if you're playing, if you if you play Magic: The Gathering or any other card-based games, tapping a card is um, when you have used it and you turn it sideways. So, yeah, wrap it before you tap it. <laughs> All right. Yeah, we're gonna be talking about uh, protecting your game components. So, sleeving cards. Um, I've seen some people put, uh, put their tokens, like the cardboard tokens in resin. Uh, that's a little extreme, but it looks super cool. It's a very um, popular thing now though. Yeah. Sleeving cards is, I know Owen sleeves a lot of his games. Um, me, I'm, uh, I like the virgin feel of the cards. Um, not, not to say that I haven't sleeved some games, um, but yeah, so that's what's uh, coming up on our next episode of Three Men in a Meeple.
1: I'm excited. Um, lastly, I'll ask you really quickly. What are you most looking forward to on our adventure? Like, do you think you're going to find something retro, something cool, or you're just kind of out for the adventure?
0: Uh, I'm, I'm out for the adventure. To be honest, it's been too long. There are uh, two games that I really want to pick up. Border a, video. Uh, board games actually one's called under falling skies it's uh it's a game where you're pretty much protect trying to protect earth from uh invading aliens i guess um it is a solo board game so it's only one player nice which is interesting uh and then there's a few other ones that uh i'm i'm contemplating getting but uh under falling skies is the the main one that i'm hoping to get my hands on but we'll see what happens. We'll see what we can find in like the bargain section.
1: Yeah. I'm actually for the first time like preparing for this and going, I don't know what I want. I don't think I have a goal or anything. I'm, I'm kind of interested in some like retro figurines at the moment, but nothing really too major. If I can get my hands on an an Ecto one, I think I'd be super stoked, but the price has to be right. What's an Ecto one, the Ghostbuster car.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: Um, but i really don't have any um goals i might i might come out of this spending zero dollars and zero straw pennies
0: maybe but but we'll talk about that all next week
1: yeah on an exciting episode of the seat on screen podcast please follow us where you like to follow us listen to us where you like to listen to us and for myself and david here have a great week and game on
0: Peace.